I was laying down on the couch the other day and Virginia was looking at my hair and she noticed that I had some grays and she plucked all my gray hairs and counted them. You want to guess how many gray hairs I have now? 32. Close. What? 36. Oh, that's too many hairs to count. Yeah, it started to hurt after a little while. The funny thing (laughs) is, though, they were all concentrated in one area. Basically, if I were a unicorn, the place where the horn would come out of my head, that's where all my grays are. You are a unicorn, Russia. Welcome to episode 403 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Brian Lovin. And I'm Marshall Bach. Welcome back for another episode. Brian, how are you doing, my buddy? Great. Coming at you live. Marshall, the next few episodes are going to be hotel room episodes. I'm currently in a hotel room in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. It's hot. We're trying to find a mixture of you know, we're working, but also trying to get outside and also trying to see people. So. Life is good. How are you? I'm great. We got a long weekend coming up here with the holidays, so yeah, excited to get some more free time back. Well, on that note, yeah, take next week off. I'm also going to be off next week. And so I think we'll take this opportunity to have one more summer vacation week break from the podcast. So I guess this is the, the first time we've ever been like prepared ahead of time enough to announce it, <laughs> but we'll be taking next week off, everybody, so... Thank you for your patience as we enjoy this summertime weather here in the Northern Hemisphere. Yes. Or don't leave the house and just sit around and catch up on side projects. But, you know, whatever. Exactly. Potato, potato. (laughs) All right. Let's get into the show. First of all, huge shout out to Around. Around is a lightweight video call tool that floats on your desktop. It is designed for collaboration, not for meetings. And they have this really, really cool feature called Echo Terminator. That's the name of it. Which terminates echoes which means it's perfect for that hybrid remote in-person scenario where people might be in the same room together but they're both on a video call with a remote coworker. this echo terminator is going to kill that echo the echoes will not be back that's right you can learn more at around.co slash design details Thank you, around. You didn't like my pun? No? Okay. It was fine. I just didn't have a follow-up for it. You didn't do the accent either, so I don't know. That that was part of the joke. It was (laughs) half-assed. All right. We got some new VIPs this week, Brian. Yes, we do. Huge shout-outs to our new very important Pixels. Wiggins, Anka Dobria, Franny Locks, Yang Yu, Henning Witzel, Ritesh Mandalia, and Jeffrey Ayigsi. Thank you very much. Welcome to the fam. Be sure to catch your first sidebar this week. If you didn't know, we're a listener-supported podcast, which means that listeners like you make this show possible every single week. This happens on our Patreon at patreon.com slash design details. For just a dollar a month, you get access to bonus content, a bonus segment. We call it the sidebar. Sidebar, sidebar. Sidebar is basically an extra episode every single week. We answer another listener question, dig into another design topic, cover a recent event. For example, today, we're talking all about Windows 11 and our first impressions of that. If you want to hear this week's sidebar, our whole backlog of sidebars, and get access to that sweet, sweet bonus content (laughs) going forward, 
head to patreon.com slash design details. It's just a buck a month. It's just a Oh, jinx. Hey, we got it. (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. Marshall, quick follow-up. First, we have a tweet from Shankar. Shankar says, regarding Brian's question about creative shortcuts. Marshall, if you'll remember, last time we were talking about shortcuts coming to Mac OS Monterey. Mm -hmm. We talked about, "Ah, it's really hard to think of good shortcuts use cases. Anyways, Shankar says, regarding Brian's question about creative shortcuts, if you find yourself opening a particular tab or searching inside an app, often create a shortcut for that. For example, searching or viewing your podcast library. A little heuristic. Nice. If you're opening something or searching within it regularly, shortcut that B-boy. We also have a tweet from Sam Bernhardt, longtime fan of the pod. Hello, Sam. Hi, Sam. Sam says, quote, the child never knows what the parent is doing and it shouldn't care. It should just do the right thing and the parent should control what the child does. I'd like to put in a formal request for more parenting hot takes from Marshall Bach in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing this world needs. Yeah, that's a nice um, like R slash out of context quotes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about children and parents. And- <laughs> I stand by my statement, Brian. As parenting goes, design systems do not. Sam also added a link to a second tweet saying, also the discussion and article on margins reminded me of this great article by Josh Camo. Josh's website is one of my favorite websites in the world. And it's a link to an article called Let's Bring Spacer Gifts Back. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Cool. We also had a couple tweets this week. In fact, we had one very, very kind tweet thread. Marshall, you texted this to me and it yeah. was so exciting. Do you want to you wanna dig into this one? Yeah, this was by Ritesh Mandalaya, who I probably said that wrong, but he is a, a new VIP this week, Brian. Oh, yeah. I didn't put two and two together. Here we are. What's up, Ritesh? Yeah. Welcome to the fam. But he says uh, he's been thinking about why Design Details is the only design podcast that he listens to regularly, and then he breaks down very well, better than we, we ever have. a five-tweet thread, Marshall. Yeah, nice little five-tweet thread about uh, why he likes listening to the show, and I thought it was really well Put together, better than we've ever tried to sell it for ourselves. So, well done, Ritesh. What's the TLDR? Episodes around the 30-minute mark. Yep. Right Right amount amount of detail. detail. Content is balanced between detail and the bigger picture, especially for budding designers. Good production quality. And uh, we're listener-driven. We pay attention to what the audience is saying. Oh, and Mm -hmm. he likes the cool things section. Yeah. Also, we got a just a buck a month shout out for the just Patreon. a buck a month. Just a buck <laughs> a month. Welcome to the fam, Ritesh. Yeah. Speaking of a Patreon, we also had another tweet. Moody on Twitter asks, "Is there a way to support the podcast aside from Patreon?" Uh, good question. My intuition or my gut reaction to this question was, just keep listening to the podcast and share it if you like it, and tweet at us like a tweet at us with feedback and questions is always a nice nice way to to give back another thing would be rating the show on itunes Uh i guess we call it apple Podcasts now i need to get with the times you can tell how old the show is yeah we're gonna i'm gonna be saying itunes for the next 10 years (laughs) um anyways yeah those things didn't have to be money yeah just uh let other people know that we're a show worth listening to there's tons of content out there and not all of it's great so if you think ours is all right then uh share it that's that's good enough for me, Brian. Me too. All right. With that, let's get into the main topic. Marshall, you want to kick us off? 
Yeah. So, okay. I was, I don't know if this is really worth talking about, but I was thinking about this weird thing that happens to me and I'm not, I love this opening. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Are we about to have a very intimate conversation? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I found that I have a different self confidence depending on the situation that I'm in. Right. So I find that when I'm talking to my boss, for example, I feel kind of like I'm in the principal's office. I haven't done anything wrong, but that's kind of the dynamic. Like I'm cool with my boss and like I've known him for a long time. I would consider him a friend, but I still feel kind of like I'm in the principal's office. But when I'm, you know, just jamming, designing, having a meeting with my peers, people on the same level as me or, or near that, just like hanging out with friends, right? Completely comfortable. And when I talk with like a new employee or a junior designer, I'm even more comfortable because I know that like, likely I won't say anything too stupid. I guess maybe that's what it comes down to is what is the likelihood of me to <laughs> say something dumb? The consequence of saying something dumb in a particular <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what does it. But like, I'm the same person in each of those situations. Why do I feel so differently? And what are some ways that I can like help feel like I'm the same person in each of those situations? Have you <sighs> run into this? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. And what has been interesting is I've talked a lot in the past, maybe not as much on the podcast, but with individuals about the importance of confidence as a product designer. Like so much of our job is getting in front of strangers or people from different disciplines and telling a compelling story that you yourself believe in and are confident in and can be backed up with facts and figures and good stories and metaphor and all stuff like that process of communication requires a certain amount of confidence. So you need it to be a designer, but I feel the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get in front of a boss or an executive and there's, there's like a tension. There's like a heightened anxiety or awareness of the fact that you are with people who can Maybe this is a super fucked up way to think about it, but I'll say it just in the spirit of this is what came to mind. It's like, these are people who could like seriously change the trajectory of things for me. Like you want to be on your best behavior. You want to like stakes intelligent. Yeah. Those stakes just don't exist in a lot of other situations. Um, This kind of reminds me, I, (laughs) I had this very funny experience where I was introduced to an investor sort of by the way of, them knowing that I was a product designer who had been designing products for a while. And it's like, I came in, I think with like a good warm intro and I met this investor. He must've been in his forties, maybe fifties. So there's like an age component here for me. And there is a financial component here for me. Like you meet somebody that has a certain background or like this dude's freaking loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got to talking about investing in product design and startups. And I lost all of my confidence, like mid-conversation. And it was very uncomfortable to the point where I was asking really dumb questions uh. or like doing that thing where there's you've met a stranger and there's like two seconds of silence after a point has been made. And you're like, oh, I got to fill the silence. And uh-huh. it, it was horrible. It was horrible. Uh. I hated I hated, And I left thinking, why did that happen to me? Like this doesn't, I, I can hold my own in peer conversations. Of course I can hold my own, like pitching a startup. I can hold my own talking to startup founders. I can hold my own pitching to leaders in my company. Like I can do all of these things, but there was something about this like new context 
with a new person who is older than me, who is richer than me, more successful than me, like mm-hmm. something slipped. And I don't know, like, how do you get over that? Is it is it an exposure therapy kind of thing? Like you just do that enough times and it doesn't matter? Or is it really about getting to the same level and like, well, when I'm an investor like that person, then the conversation will be just like my conversations with my peers today, right? Like very easy and like hanging out with a friend. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's like an underwear thing, right? If it's like, I remember when I knew less and I had been in this industry less time and how I looked up to other people and how I felt about other people at the time. And I don't feel substantially more uh, knowledgeable or comfortable now than I did back then necessarily. That's probably true of everybody. Like my perception of them is probably greater than their perception of themselves. So if I Mm, am mm -hmm. able to project onto them what their actual self-perception actually is and compare it to my own self-perception, then maybe that's a better thing than my perception of them. This goes back to the whole thing of like, don't chase other people's exteriors and compare it to your interior. That whole thing we've talked about mm, before. I, I agree. I think that's a great point and something that's probably worth incorporating into this process of like meeting with people who would put you outside of your comfort zone. But I actually, I have this thought now, maybe it's this like self-reinforcing negative spiral of confidence, which is I remember meetings with somebody who was clearly less experienced than I was, but they were trying to do the whole fake it till you make it thing. And I could tell. And I've had that happen enough times where I try not to play that game. I try again. I think there is an element of fake it till you make it as we go through life. But one thing that's made me do is I try not to lie or like misrepresent my experiences. Like quite often with new strangers, If I don't know something, I'll say I don't know something. This has been happening a lot recently as I'm doing a little more like design advising. Like I'm meeting really fucking smart people and I just have to admit I'm a big dummy a lot of the times. Uh, Meeting with a startup founder that's talking about machine learning and I have to like stop them every five seconds be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) Explain it like I'm five and they explain it like I'm five. And I'm like, explain it like I'm four. (laughs) We just keep going through this loop. Anyways, all to say there's like a this like reinforcing negative spiral where I don't want to be that person that is clearly like compensating or trying to portray confidence in a way that would be transparently found out. Like I'd rather be honest, but through that honesty, I'm admitting things that I suck at. And I feel like the more you admit that you suck at things, it's just like puts you on backwards footing, right? Like you're like stumbling along like, oh, I'm also bad at this shit. I'm also bad at this. Like you're kind of grasping for like, give me, let's talk about something I'm good at, (laughs) please. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that is a good method. Like I always feel more comfortable if I just get it out there. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And then I feel far more comfortable making a suggestion or asking a question because there's no assumption on the other end of like, wait, does he know what the fuck he's talking about? The answer is no, I don't. <laughs> so if I ask something stupid, the stakes are lower, I guess. Yeah, it all comes back to the stakes maybe. I don't know. I feel like known ignorance is better than assumed knowledge, right? I'd rather them know that I'm dumb 
than think that I'm smart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You won't let them down as quickly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what's the, uh, it's like better to close your mouth and have people think you're dumb than to open it and prove them right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I love that. But the opposite but Marshall, of that. No, I'm happy to <laughs> prove them right. I'm going to tell them that I'm dumb before I even say anything. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. What are you saying? Well, have you ever had the opposite where, I don't know, I'm going to sound so up my own ass because obviously like, I feel like I'm still early in my career, like figuring this shit out alongside everybody else. But only recently have I started having conversations with like new designers or or people just coming out of college and we're having like virtual coffee chats and we're talking about career advice and career progression. And there are moments where somebody has asked me a question and it has struck me, oh shit, like my answer to their question might actually change their mind about a thing. And that's freaked me out because that's kind of new, right? Like up until now, like people ask you a question, they're either trying to like validate some existing hypothesis or just like get confirmation of the decision they were already going to make. But now it's like, oh no, there's like enough of an age gap or an experience gap with, with a couple people where it's like, oh shit, they might actually listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> and that's kind of scary. <laughs> that goes back to like, oh, now there's stakes the other way, right? Like I have to really be careful to not overstate my experience and couch all the things and like which which by the way like this is the circular frustration is like if i'm giving advice to somebody i'm like look this was just my experience here's how i did it i don't think that this is reproducible but here's a couple ways to think about it and i remember being a person in in the other chair like asking somebody who is more senior than i was for advice and i found it really annoying when they were like well this was just my experience and (laughs) you know, this, yeah. this might not work for you. I'm like, no, no, just tell me what you fucking think. So anyways, I've kind of like gone full circle here and like experienced the frustrating side on both seats at that table. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I agree. The more situations I come across, the more I realize that everything is situational. <laughs> so yeah. it's harder to give definitive answers, which makes this podcast a little bit difficult. But <laughs> hence uh-huh. our, our tagline, it depends. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, the same thing here on the podcast. Like, every year, I feel like a new designer. And listening back to my past answer stated confidently, I'm like, yeah, you passed me, you were way too confident in that answer. And and here we are again, right? Like, I think, one, that's okay. That's a sign of growth. Like, we're all getting better here. But I do find that, yeah, it ends up, you find yourself on this, uh, should we call it the confidence gradient? It's like every situation you're like readjusting and reorienting yourself. And a lot of this I feel like is just totally socially constructed, right? Like power dynamics and hierarchies and wealth and age and, and perceived things like the person's tone, their seriousness. Do they smile a lot? Do they make you feel warm and welcome? Or are they like there to get business done? Like all of these things, but in, in these different mindsets and Maybe it, maybe it is like this exposure therapy type thing where it's just like you got to have a lot of experience talking to a lot of people to recognize how you're going to react in that situation that maybe you can prepare for, right? Like, oh, I'm going to meet somebody in a new industry that's way better, or like really technical at some topic that I know nothing about. And they, I don't know, have some track record that I find impressive. Like maybe there's like a warm up routine. Or, or a preemptive, <laughs> like, hi, yeah, like, okay, this is going to happen. Like, how do I make sure I'm going to feel comfortable and confident in that conversation and not totally just look like a doofus or, or get out of breath or try and fill every two-second silence unnecessarily, right? Mm-hmm. 
Are we overthinking it, Marshall? <laughs> How could we possibly be overthinking something like this? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. probably. But yeah. I'm not even sure it was worth talking about it. But something I've been thinking about this idea of like confidence code switching or like yeah, I don't know yeah. what the right I, term is. But my suspicion is that this is a universal human ailment, which for me means that it's a good thing to talk about. Like maybe other people have not talked about this with somebody, so I found it nice to just chat about it so yeah, yeah thanks for bringing it up all right well thanks for chatting with me about it brian do you got any cool yeah. things for me this week yeah i had a little bit of follow-up from episode 401 my cool thing i mentioned that i was taking a break from social media so i guess it's been three weeks now and i wanted to say marshall still as tempting as ever <laughs> uh still a struggle um slightly less of a struggle what i've done is i i would say in the last three weeks i've cumulatively spent maybe 10 minutes on twitter and each time I am finding myself just getting sucked in so quickly, like I can't even log in. Um, like what I've been doing is I'll, I'll log in to like retweet something selective or, or like retweet the design details episode. And those top few tweets in the timeline are insane. They, they've got it dialed in. Like <laughs> yeah. those top five always just keep, get me scrolling. Anyways, I just wanted to say like, I, I don't, I got to keep going. I got to break. The struggle this. continues. The struggle continues. Uh, so my actual cool thing this week is an album. I don't think I've ever done an album. Maybe uh-huh. I have. I feel like you're you're more of the music person. But my my cool thing this week is the album Dreamland by Glass Animals. And this album came out last year in August 2020. And for whatever reason, I didn't really pick up on it until maybe a month ago. And it's been on repeat for the last month. Almost to the point where I'm scared that I'm going to ruin it for myself. Like, I've listened to it probably like 50 times. Wow. And you know when you get to that point with an album, you're like, I still really like it, but I think if I keep going, I'm going to not like it anymore, so i got to take a break. I, I like hit that point, so I've stopped listening to it for a while. I don't want to break this in my brain. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Have you ever listened to Glass Animals before? No, but I've seen this pop up in my friends are listening section and almost listened to it before, but I, I have yet to pop it on. Okay, give it a try. Listen, listen, start to finish. Their past work is great as well. I like all their other music, their past albums. Um, this is the most, I don't know, poppy, I guess, like most mainstream poppy kind of sound, um, like most of these songs would play well on the radio. One of them has done really well, uh, like heat charting, waves. I think. Heat waves, that's right. Yeah, it's got a star uh, next to it. Yeah, so more so than some of their past work. Like each thing here is individually like catchy and unique and has a nice flavor to it. But I found that the whole album, start to finish, also has a nice rhythm. It has its own ups and downs and highs and lows. So you might enjoy that experience. Yeah, I've heard this song before. This is good. Yeah. All right, cool thing, Brian. How about you? Hit me. I'm just happy to see some uh, music coming from you. All right. Yeah. My cool thing is kind of like an expansion of a previous cool thing that I've done. So I've mentioned on the show before. <laughs> the, 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 the lore deepened. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, can I just say, so we're recording with Around right now. And Around has this feature where like it moves around with the camera. And so like, if I move, it like pans around. And just now, when my voice, when I made my voice deepen, I said, the lore deepens. The camera was zoomed in on my face at that exact moment. Oh, yeah. it was such a nice dramatic effect. Anyways, <laughs> continue. Okay, so I've mentioned on the show before, as a cool thing, uh, Lego Masters, I think probably last year at some point. There's an American version. It's hosted by Will Arnett. But I recently discovered that there is 
more than just the American version. There's been an Australia version going for a few years now. I think they're on season three. And there's even like a UK version. So if you missed the previous episode where I recommended Lego Masters, it is fun for the whole family, very wholesome competition show where pairs of Lego builders compete challenge by challenge with elimination to build to that week's brief, whether it's like, we're going to explode the thing you build, or you have to build the tallest city escape, or you have to build a layer for this minifig villain, or you know whatever it happens to be. Every week, there's so many cool things that come out of it, and you see all the different innovative ways that they're using weird little pieces. The Australian version obviously isn't hosted by Will Arnett. They have their own host. His name's Hamish. I forget his last name, but apparently he is a, a staple of Australian. He's a well-loved son of Australia, and he's a great host. Very different from Will Arnett, but also a great host. And we just started watching the UK one, so I'll let you know how that is, but... If you like Lego Masters and you actually had watched the American version, there's a bunch more Lego Masters content out there for you to check out. It's all just as good, if not better. I don't know. I think I might have liked the contestants on the Australia version better. However, there's one guy named Kale who is insufferable. He's this little asshole who thinks he's the best thing that ever existed. And he's the star of his own movie. And I hated him. And he was insufferable. But... He doesn't win, so rest assured. Spoiler! Yeah. I'll, I'll save you the frustration of wondering whether this little pissant actually wins or not. He doesn't, so. Marshall, I don't think I've ever heard you talk so negatively about someone in my life. <laughs> He's a jerk, man. Yeah. Very egocentric. Anyways, yeah, great show. Lego Masters. Oh, and, and the other thing to mention is that season two of the American version is now airing. I think there's three or four episodes, so check it out. Great show. Too, so much Lego content for all of your Lego needs. Yeah. Me and the uh, lady have been talking about potentially buying some sets and, and putting them together on the dining room table. They gotcha. Yeah, they I know. gotcha. Hey, the, the marketing, marketing machine <laughs> has been put to work. And it, has it's working. Another victim. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my cool thing. Cool thing indeed. Well, this has been episode 403. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let us know what you thought. We're on Twitter at Design Details FM. We always enjoy hearing from you. Thanks for the tweets. Thanks for supporting the show. Welcome all of our new VIPs this week. Just as a reminder, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash design details. And for just a dollar a month, the show wouldn't be stopping here for you. You'd be getting right into this week's sidebar, our bonus content every single week. Today, we're talking about Windows 11. So you want that extra design details conversation, access to our sidebar backlog. Sidebar, sidebar future sidebar going forward at patreon.com slash design details just a buck a month it's just a buck a month and that's it catch you next week bye I read an article that graying hair within an age range, it is mostly stress induced and it can be reversed. There's obviously a lot of hereditary and genetic components, but it is also environmental and can be reversed when you escape the environment which is causing it. Well, you hear about people growing a shock of gray hair when something terribly traumatic happens, like the right. loss of a child or something like that. But 
Have I told you the story of when I found my first gray hair? I don't think so. It was the morning of Tw- my... It was the night before Christmas. Yeah, it was the, <laughs> the morning of my on-site Google interview. And <laughs> I woke up in the hotel room getting ready for the biggest day of my life up until that point. Looking in the mirror, doing my hair. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> first gray hair of my life. This would be a great nursery rhyme if we can just get this into... A nice rhyming structure. Iambic pentameter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever that is. 